0: A reading from the book of Numbers. The Lord said to Moses, Speak to Aaron and his sons and tell them, This is how you shall bless the Israelites. Say to them, The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord let his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord look upon you kindly and give you peace. So shall they invoke my name upon the Israelites. And I will bless them. A reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Galatians. Brothers and sisters, when the fullness of time had come, God sent his Son, born of a woman, born under the law, to ransom those under the law, so that we might receive adoption as sons. As proof that you are sons, God sent the Spirit of his Son into our hearts, crying out, Abba, Father so you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then also an heir, through God. <laughs>
1: Dominus Phobiscum Lexio Sant Evangeli secundum Lucam. The shepherds went in haste to Bethlehem and found Mary and Joseph and the infant lying in the manger. When they saw this, they made known the message that had been told them about this child. All who heard it were amazed by what had been told them by the shepherds. And Mary kept all these things reflecting on them in her heart. Then the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all they had heard and seen, just as it had been told to them, when eight days were completed for his circumcision, he was named Jesus, the name given him by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. Verbum Domini Happy New Year, and if uh, we hoped 2021 would be perfect, we already can scratch that off the list, uh, but uh, our twinkling shining star in our uh, that I turned off, uh, we had one of our lights is going off, so that was the blinking, and then our audio system. So if anything is ever going to go wrong, Murphy's Law is, it's going to go wrong at the perfectly awful time but thanks be to God in the incarnation this is absolutely opposite that our Lord God became man at the perfectly wonderful time and in our lady that we celebrate today the solemnity of the mother of God that this is always how we begin the new year, on the last day of the octave of Christmas, we celebrate Mary, the Theotokos, the, the God-bearer, who bore within her all the grace of the world, the fullness of grace. And this is true, first off, in the Immaculate Conception. But as grace is, often we think of grace as a quantitative uh, thing. So maybe right now we have uh, 20 graces. (laughs) So our lady must have 2000 graces. And so, but grace is a quality, not a quantity. Well, you can, it's either on or off, so we're either in grace or out of grace, but that we who are made capable of God by first by nature, not by nature alone, because Adam and Eve had within them already this union with God, which made them capable of God. So when we lost that by sin, we were no longer, we are both capable and incapable. We were unable to repair that relationship by ourselves alone. There is nothing that we did that merited the grace of God, but much that merits his, his wrath. Oh, yeah. So when the fullness of time had come, God sent forth this son born of a woman. And this woman whose name is Maria, that is the opposite of Eve, that Ave, that that sea of graces that God gives to her from the first instant of her creation with the influence effluation, the, the breathing forth of the soul of Mary being conceived in a union of love between Joachim and, and Anne that certainly are her parents but we, who we give these names that this relationship of God is already restored that she is already the dawning of salvation that in Mary already is prepared the new human race that will be born in her, of her, from her. And this is uh, made clear by St. Athanasius when dealing with Gnosticism, with these, uh, these people <laughs> that, 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 you know, with that struggle in our intellect, that struggles to understand how God himself would become man that the angel is clear, and of course, the angel is uh, speaking Greek in the inspired word of God, but the angel is clear that the Son of God will not be born in her, but from her. That this is not just something implanted, but that comes forth from her very nature. That God Himself embraces with intimacy all that is of our nature. And not just as a simple add-on, not just as a simple, uh, as a big show, but this includes everything of who we are, save sin. So when it comes to the book of Hebrews, that he, we who suffer, that we have an advocate, one who has suffered with us, who knows everything, thing, uh, even temptation, and yet is without sin. So, Mary, grace, grace of God, which we can simply put charity, because grace itself is charis, which has that same root then of giftedness, of gift, of charity, that grace itself is built up in this intimacy with God which comes to us through the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, through the indwelling of the Father and the Son within us. In this, which in the Holy Eucharist, which Mary herself, the mother which we can call her truly without fear, although the mother of the Holy Eucharist, because only in the Eucharist do we have the body and blood the soul is always acting in the others, <laughs> but uh, we have the real body and blood, soul and divinity of Jesus Christ. Out of the seven sacraments, the Holy Eucharist will always be the highest, unique, the source, the summit of all. Why? Because we have Jesus Christ, who is given to us by the fiat, by the yes of Our Lady, of Mary, full of grace. So when, through the incarnation, in the overshadowing of the Holy Spirit, she who is already uh, transformed, karitomine, um, karitomine, that you who have been transformed by God's grace, this is how the angel greets her, uh, rejoice you who are transformed by God's grace. When the, the, the love of God is poured into our heart through the Spirit who has given us, Romans 5, 5, that grace, that love of Our Lady burns ever more fully. It is not now, okay, she was at 2,000 and now she's at 3,000. <laughs> No, no. We who, and so we who receive the the purest love of God, the most holy Eucharist, that through the effusion uh, and working of the Holy Spirit in in uh, in the celebration of the Holy Mass, we have the the. I'm trying to think of the official name. <laughs> when we pray uh, for uh, the Holy Spirit to come upon the gifts, and then through the speaking of his word, that we who are ordained, uh, anointed in Christ, able to speak in his person, speak his very words, that I absolve, I. this is my body, that this love poured forth now into uh, created elements, elements that are the work of human hands, that God himself, the Spirit working, the Father desiring, transforms us into the body and blood, soul and divinity of Christ, the furnace of love, which we receiving, that we who should with all our hearts ever more fully, ever more intentionally receive with absolute humility, absolute emptiness, except for that kindling which we give, our little poor works, those times we have said yes to God, either exteriorly or interiorly in our acts of prayer, our love, our self-gift, our faith, our hope, again, all gifts, God who gives to us both in the inspiration and the bringing forth, Philippians 4, 13, sorry, uh, that we ourselves would be ever more inflamed uh, with love. So it is not as if Jesus becomes bigger in us (laughs) or something. In a way, we can say that uh, as an analogy, of course, that Christ would burn forth uh, most perfectly, that again, every obstacle to the full flowering of grace, to the uh, diffusing of the aroma of Christ within us is gone. So in one Holy Communion, we receive enough grace, (laughs) we receive Jesus Christ, not impure not in a tiny bit the fullness enough to make us saints that we would have every every grace that is this enduring binding relationship with jesus christ who dwells within us only for a short time in the sacrament but in the indwelling of the holy trinity enough to bring us to eternal joy, eternal, to the heights of eternal glory. So, if we ever think that we, uh, we, and we do in different ways, we think it depends on us, and yes, we have to say our fiat. Father Matthews said that beautifully yesterday. We have to be like Our Lady and give our fiat. on. But if we ever think that it's just someday, we'll finally get to the next year, and we'll have it all together, <laughs> and then God, uh, then we'll be, you know, never have struggles, never whatever. And we're, we're constantly doing this because, why? We're fallen, our intellects, our weak wills. But that continual self-offering that is so necessary, that is so possible because if grace is not, as it's not, it's not a thing, we'll finally get to 100% of grace. (laughs) No, because it's a relationship, because we embrace with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength, the one who has embraced us with all his heart, mind, soul, and strength, and divinity, just as Our Lady embraces us with all her heart, mind, soul, and strength. So, to work on, to be open to, to embrace uh, this relationship of love, which is not built on the ways of the world as we see so perfectly in the Most Holy Eucharist, the sacrament of love.